Hello again, it's your friendly neighborhood host, J.T. Wheatley, back for another episode of the History of Comics podcast. This time with another edition of the Classics with the, uh, cl- with the miniseries Electra Assassin by Frank Miller and Bill Sienkiewicz. This is a now classic uh, eight-issue miniseries. It was published originally under Marvel's uh, Epic uh, line that was uh, separate from their um, more mainstream line, and thus was able to be published outside the comics code as depicted in the storyline, and ran from uh, August of 1986 to March of uh, 1987. And it was basically the story of Elektra, who, after recovering in a mental ward, finds out that there's this creature called the Beast is trying to engineer the election of a president who will bring about the nuclear war and fights to stop him, only to, to find herself actually being thwarted by a shield, particularly one agent named Garrett, who may or may not turn out to be her ally in the end. This is honestly a very crazy story. It's Frank Miller, who at this point was at the peak of his powers after Dark Knight Returns and Daredevil Born Again and so forth. And he was pretty, pretty much, you could tell he's really allowed to pretty much do what he wants. He's very experimental with this. In many ways, it's a satire of espionage and ninjas and spy magazines and so forth and uh, and he also people have joked that uh, there's also a strange uh, pointed jab against dan quayle but bill sinkevitz who um illustrated the book states point like no that's a self-portal i just happen to look like dan quayle so we can go off that but yeah this is a little bit different but this is frank miller honestly it's frank miller before he goes overboard i, I honestly feel this is why it does he does veer along the edge he doesn't quite go off as he does in later books notably the dark knight strikes back but in this one the electro assassin i really this is a very enjoyable read it's cool to see electra in a starring role in a more mature line garrett's a very interesting shield character and uh, the art by Bill Sienkiewicz, which has an almost watercolor feel to it, is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you'll never, Electra honestly never looked this good before. She's just seductive and powerful and mysterious all at once. So, yeah, you want to look something a little bit different from uh, Frank Miller and, of course, the Bert uh, Bill Sienkiewicz. Uh, check out Electra Assassin as a classic miniseries. He's probably easily available in trade paperback at this point. But, yeah, great read all around if you're looking for something a little different. And, in my opinion, a true classic. gotta talk yeah thunder talk we're going all kinds of sideways with that sweet nerd junk woke nerd junk it's topical political dare i say radical we've got all your latest news and reviews hot music and a whole lot of comedy but it ain't for kids definitely mature content so let's talk let's talk thunder talk thunder talk is a proud member of the eso network now it's September 9th, 2021. Time for my favorite comic of the week. May's book, number one, by Jeff Lemire, which is uh, at first a tragic story about a building inspector who was dealing with the uh, death of his daughter by just going to the daily routines in life, uh, going out, doing his job, and so forth. But discovering that he's kind of stuck in the maze that is his life right now. But all that seems to come to a head with a, tr- with a tragic twist at the end that really shows this book maybe going to a crazy new direction. This is a great book by Jeff Lemire, who not only does the writing, but also the art. And people have always pointed out when Lemire decides to do the art, it's always a big event because he has a very cool abstract style that's v- creepy just by reading it. And he does a great job illustrating the, just the maze of this man's life. How he's just like the, something that's in a simple routine shows he's actually stuck. And just trapped in like where is the cubicles or the street corners and so forth. 
And it's, yeah, like he's just almost trapped, and he may find the way out, as there's a nice uh, motif about he has, uh, there's a red thread off of one of his uh, daughter's favorite sweaters that could be the way out. And, you know, nice homage to the Legend of Theseus, how he used a thread to get out of the, the, the labyrinth, the Minotaur layer and so forth. So we'll see where this goes. But yeah, very intriguing, neat twist at the end. Great writing and art by, of course, Jeff Lemire. He's one of the best uh, creators in the business right now. So, yeah, definitely check a bo- check out uh, May's book, uh, number one, looking at something uh, neat to read. And, of course, the big news outside of comic books uh, was uh, Shang-Chi, the, the Legend of the Ten Rings, came out over the weekend. And was and That is an absolutely fantastic film, one of Marvel's best in recent years. Some of you is fantastic as the title character, is an instantly charming uh, lead, along with some great uh, martial arts prowess. Aquafina, of course, is hilarious as his uh, platonic uh, best friend, who, despite being female, they have a nice, uh, just a... Uh, Casual friendship, which is great and real fun and supportive of one another. But honestly, the best performance in the film is Tony Jung, who, uh, you know, great uh, Chinese actor who gives a real great performance as Chang Ti's villainous father. But unlike other uh, villains in the past, he has, he doesn't, his, his, uh, uh, motivation is really emotional, and you just have to see where it's going. But beautiful film, and behind the behind the camera, the writer director's craft is great. Um, homage to mark past martial arts and Asian films with the appearances of classic uh, Asian uh, characters and uh, mythological creatures. Some great fight scenes, and a, and a, a nice twist to the end. And uh, yeah, and also a character from a previous uh, Marvel film shows up and works perfectly in the film when you realize where where this where it was going. Yeah, so just a great watch. Highly recommended. The course of the film did great over the Labor Day weekend. Set the, set the Labor Day weekend records. Even with it its own classic Marvel, that's what they do. So so definitely check it out if you get a chance. And also, of course, I am back from Dragon Con this weekend. Had a great time. Dust off, tried out the old Spider-Man Yard costume, which is uh, apparently a big hit with a lot of fans. And probably uh, bring it back again when they do the parade full-time, because I have a feeling the kids will definitely love it. That's, that's why we do the parade for the kids. It's so much fun. And, but I also have to give the congratulations again to my friends uh, Dan Klink and um, Mark McRae, who's uh, panel that Friday night at the, at the Hilton at Dragon Con on the, the inspiration of Star Trek the Animated Series. It was fantastic. Great work by both of them. Great Q&A. Despite uh, some uh, strange hecklers showing up and trying to ruin it. I mean, they claim I was a part of it. I don't know what they're talking about. There was a guy in a Spyro Noir outfit, but I didn't. You can't believe that was me. I mean, Beth, Kavika, Adam, and Anthony were there doing all the heckling, so I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, yeah, definitely great panel. Hopefully, uh, if you listen to the Thunder Talk feed, you might be able to listen to the audio of that. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, congratulations again to Mark and Dan on that panel. And until then, I uh, hope everyone has another good week. Uh, probably joining you next week when there'll probably be another edition of the Classics. Still hard at work on the episodes and so forth. Oh, and I... Another thing about Dragon Con, I did get to meet my all-time favorite artist, John Romita Jr., and attend and go to a few of his panels. Fantastic storytelling. He gets know about his career, his uh, father, how he's a big influence, the or- the origin of the look of uh, one of his creations, Typhoid Mary, which is actually hilarious. You never heard the story. And I got a signed print from him with the Punisher, which is a very cool tool because he looked at that print and he goes, why does it look so good? Oh, Klaus Jensen did it, which, yeah, makes sense. Klaus Jensen, one of the great inkers of all time. But yeah, yeah, great Dragon Con. Great to be back at conventions. And once again, hope you have a good week. Join me again next week for another edition of the Classics. And until then, go out and enjoy yourself a good comic book. And if you'd like to, check out Electro Assassin. Something different, and in my opinion, a true classic.